Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hello there, it's Jamie here, editing day Jamie, recording on my Apple headphones microphone because Kate's in the bedroom using the the microphone working on some music at the moment. Uh, this is a special episode in that we actually recorded um, a main podcast episode with Julia Shapiro from Chastity Belt, the band Chastity Belt, uh, and then a Patreon episode where we were answering your questions and discussing topics that the Patreon uh, members asked us to discuss. Um, Todd and I ended up chatting for something like just over two hours uh, with those questions. So we actually decided to break that episode up into two parts. So what you're about to listen to is part one. Um, part two will be available on our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com forward slash what a great punk, where you can download the app and search what a great punk and find it there. Uh, we'll release the Julia episode next week. It was a really great episode. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy um, this, this episode which is just Todd and I answering your questions and chatting um, about some of the topics that, that the, those members from the Patreon suggested we talk about. So I hope you enjoy. See you later. Catchy smile, you got that catchy smile. Stop a while, come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away. Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna. Sushi burrito. What do you think about those? That kind of fucks me up yeah, a bit. Disgusting. I think I had one, but I don't, I, I don't agree with that. I loved it, but thinking back on it, I kind of never want one again. I don't. Yeah, don't I don't agree, agree with, with the sushi burrito. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Imagine if it was re- if the roles were reversed and the 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 um the sushi was the. F- hang on. Oh no, hang on. If the roles were reversed, it would be a micro little Mexican. Yeah, it'd be delicious. <laughs> yeah, like a canapé burrito kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be yeah, good. Stick a canapé burrito. Yeah, stick a toothpick in it. And- but. The sushi should not be so big. <laughs> nah, it's too much. It's too much. What I liked about it was you could just get heaps in there. That was what was cool. Because the burritos, because yeah. I was I was having breakfast with Tash the other day and I said, but when you eat, do you get a bit of everything in a bite? And she oh, called yeah. it something like a a megabyte or something like that. It wasn't a megabyte, oh, but yeah. like she had a cool name for it. Okay. And, um, she said, they're great. And I said, that's probably why burritos are so good because you get everything in the one bite. You sure do. But you do with sushi as well. So I don't know what my point is. There. Yeah. Well, there's not much to get in that bite really, is there? It's usually yeah. four, 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 five <laughs> ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Tiny um, amounts. A couple of grains of rice. I love sushi. Yeah. I love, I love it. Do you have a place near you that you go to? Uh there is a place near me. I don't go to it though. Mm. I've been to it once, mm. and because it, it's I discovered it late, mm. and it's on that it's on the part of the street. You know the part in your neighbourhood that you just don't go, like you don't turn left there. Yeah. You just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's there. Yeah. Okay. Do you have one of those? Like, there's a there's a strip on St Kilda Road near where I live. Mm. Do- Doxed. Mm. Um, <laughs> that is that is quite quite 
um, full of there's, there's there's cafes, there's a bakery, there's an IGA, there's a sushi. I would literally get on the tram and travel ten minutes to go to a shop and not use that IGA. I don't know what the deal you is, but I don't go there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I have that too. I'm just trying to think if I have that in this current spot, but I definitely have had that before. Currently, where I am, I'm changing it up heaps. I'm going everywhere because there's stuff oh, in every cool. direction. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. I was gonna. You say, don't want to fall into the pattern of just going to the same old joint every time. No, unless it's the best one in the hood, then you just go. You don't bother with the rest. Well, well that's right. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I was feeling good about this app. Do you know why? Because we're in lockdown, why? and it reminded me of the old ones where you have nothing to do all weekend except for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And like, you don't even want to go outside because you have to wear a mask. Can you believe we're in lockdown again? Yeah. Like I, that, I heard in that, nah, um, the subtext of don't talk about lockdown on the podcast <laughs> oh, too much. Nah. Is that what you're saying? You can give it a couple of minutes there, time. We can yeah. talk about it. I can't believe it. Mm. I mean, we did say early on, oh, this is going to keep happening until they find a vaccine. Yeah. We did say that, but they kind of thought that it, we were past it, Melbourne. Yeah, it's a bit of a shock and I was getting used to not having it. I'll tell you what. I was loving Same. that. I was loving going outside and going, I forgot my mask. Oh, it doesn't matter. Don't need it. <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, um, yeah, it was nice. But at oh. the same time, I kind of enjoyed cancelling all my plans this weekend. I had quite a few. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah, eh? I had literally like <laughs> three birthday parties to go to, of which I didn't Did you? really know any, like they're all Tasha's friends. Which okay. I was happy to do and would have enjoyed, but a bit of a relief oh. not to go to three. Ho- hopefully they're not Patreons, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it was three. You know, you have to pop into one and then go, all right, we've got to go. And that one's just kicking into gear, you know. And, everyone, and like that, that, whenever you leave that, someone you like just arrives too. And you go, fuck, I've got to go now. You just got here. Oh, yeah. Um, so we have to do that three times. You know? Yeah. So yeah. as much as I was kind of looking forward to the weekend, cancelling all the plans was a big sigh of relief. You know what I can't imagine? I can't imagine you in a situation now meeting people like um, where you're outnumbered yeah. by people you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't put myself in that situation very often. Because <laughs> I, I only ever really see you in situations surrounded by friends. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Scott Armstrong, shout outs. We haven't shouted him out for a while on the pod. Go friends, on, go on, friend Scott. of pod. You've been you've been shouted yeah. out. Um, I was uh, I went to a dinner recently. Yeah, and he invited me along, which was really nice. He said, "Hey, do you want to come to dinner?" Yeah, I said, "Yeah," and didn't ask any more questions. And then, like a couple of days before, like the day before the dinner, because it was a few weeks ahead, um, I said, "Who's going to dinner?" And he said. Oh, just a bunch of people you don't really know. And I thought, right, cool, here we go. I don't do this often. So that, yeah. I did recently go to a dinner. I knew um, Brody Lancaster, shout outs. Oh, great. Was it good catching up with Brody? Yeah, she's mad. She, was, she listens to the Patreon, actually. I know she does. And she said that she loves that Scott gets shouted out a lot. So that shout out before was mainly for her. 
Okay, great. And now this is one for Brody. Shout out Brody. Yes. Yes. Have we even shouted her out before? Don't I don't think so. Well, there you go. Shout outs Brody Lancaster. Um So yeah, dinner with there were four other people I didn't know. They're two couples and I had a great time. Great. Yeah. Two couples. Is Scott is Scott in a partnership? No. So there was seven of us. Oh, I see. And we went to like a Vietnamese cooking meat on the table kind of situation. Oh, that's yeah, mad. That fun. Did Tash come too? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to figure it out? It's like a puzzle. Go on. Yeah, I'm just trying. Well, all I've got is you, Scott and Brody. Yeah, and then two other couples. And then two couples. It's seven. Who are the couples? Osman and his partner. Can't Don't know him. <laughs> She's from Adelaide. <laughs> she was nice. We connected over that. Osman, mutual friend, Mahmoud. Um, and Mahmoud. Yeah. And this other guy and his girlfriend who are really nice. I, one of, not, not Mahmoud Fazel. Yeah. He, he wasn't what? there. Osman oh. is a mutual friend. Oh, of Mahmoud's. Yeah. So, gotcha. We know, so he's in the middle. We had a mutual gotcha. friend and it was Mahmoud. Okay, you did, you did not explain that. Mm. You just said, said Osman, Mahmoud. Mutual friend. No, you <laughs> just said Osman, Mahmoud. I'm pretty sure I said mutual friend in there somewhere. Honestly, you didn't. Right, well, if you you're listening, Osman, rewind Mahmoud. and then text us. <laughs> um, and then there was this other couple. Uh, one of the the guy was really close friends with Scott. I can't remember his name either. Um, Aphantasia. Um <laughs> But he was cool. Strikes He's a geologist. Again. Oh, yeah. sick. Quite a smart guy. Studies G's. Yeah. <laughs> All the G's. G, um, what are the, G, the G. note, um, strings. Um, yeah. G units. units uh, and all the G's around yeah, the world. G's in general. All right. Well, that's my boring fucking dinner story. Nah, it wasn't that boring. Nice. I think that's our that's our great skill. We managed to make entertaining little boring boring ass stories like that. Well, you'd be fucked otherwise cuz all the told all <laughs> the good ones now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever run out of stories um, with Kate or just things to say? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, what strikes me is that it, it you, you you know, you're able to sp- sit around all day and it's like, what do you talk about? You, there's never any awkward yeah. moments and you might not talk for 10 minutes, but there's not awkward moments. But yeah, the minute you sit opposite each other in a restaurant, that's when I run out of things to say. <laughs> Nothing to say there. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I nah. feel the same. It gets, you know, what is that? I don't know. Do you know what the hack is? What is it? Tell me. Sit next to each other. <laughs> sit side by yeah. side in a restaurant. It, absolutely fixes that. Oh, because it's like you're on the couch or something. Yeah, or you're just looking out together at the world. There's no pressure oh, to say anything. I see. You yeah. Yeah. Sit at the bar. Sit at the go bar. to the go go to the sit at the bar. Sit in the sit in the window. Gotcha. They're my favorite seats anyway. Yeah, I love those. Sit on the comfy side. You know how sometimes there's a comfy side and a shit yeah, side? You both like there's a wooden there's a wooden chair and then a big opulent yeah, couch with a pillow. Huge couch, <laughs> five pillows, yeah. Like the Do you always you always give that to Tash, right? Yeah, you go, which side do you want? Yeah. Do you want this one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always, yeah. Um 
Yeah, okay, that's a great tip. Sit at the bar, sit together, sit side by side. Because it's so funny that like going on a date with your partner, what do you talk about? Yeah. Yeah, seriously, it's tough. But then- You got to do the side by side. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. I watched a movie last- What? Oh, you're gone. Oh, what do you talk about though? You just oh, yeah. sit there. I know. And like, Kate and I just go smile at each other <laughs> and then laugh. Yeah. And then, and then I top up my water, which is already topped yeah. up. <laughs> and then- And I top up hers. And then you, you kind of think, this is fine. Yeah. And, and then you go, what, what are you going to have? And you're like, oh, yes, I found something to say. <laughs> you go, this is fine. In your own head and you go, it's fine. It's so fine. It's so fine. Fuck, what if it's not fine? <laughs> yeah. Are we fucked? Is this the end? Beginning of the end? Is this, gonna, is this what it's like? Oh my God. No. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to have? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to have? Yeah. Oh, I was eyeing off the calamari, but, mm. you know. But is that a meat lapse? Yeah, babe, it's yeah. a meat lapse. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll oh, just well. do those when you're not around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been meat lapsing yeah. hard. Slippery slope? I'm is that the thing? Uh, it was a... It was. Yeah. I, I, I broke... I broke it... Big time one day with Reese after boxing. <laughs> we just we just ordered like a meat fest for the ages. Yeah, like we went to a kebab shop. <laughs> yeah, ages is good. <laughs> meat fest for the ages. That's a good. I'm writing that down just in case. Yeah, go on. He um, we went to a kebab shop and he's like, I was like, oh, I kind of feel like, and he's like, oh, I just want, I want some of that. We we I think we ordered like a lamb kebab or something. And then he was like, I want some chicken as well. Should we get some chicken and just a little side dish? <laughs> yeah. So we we sat and ate our lamb kebabs and also just handpicked the chicken out of the little tub that he yeah, gave sna- us. Snacked on some chicken while you were like they were like it was fries. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And since then it's it's been an absolute like, yeah. Meat fest. A fall from yeah. grace. Yeah. Um and then we've we've and we've we went boxing last week and then Reese is like, oh, I'm so hungry. He's always just ravished after <laughs> boxing. People are so funny when they're so hungry. It's like yeah. the focal point of their life. Ooh. What happened And he time? took me to this, um, he took me to this place on Turak Road called Seafood something. Um, but it's not just seafood. It's like a Chinese, big, a big Chinese restaurant. Mm. They also do duck on rice, mm. just duck rice. Mm. And I was like, oh, my I just my mouth started watering as soon as he said mm. it. We ordered duck rice with crispy pork as a side. Were you cracking so up just, or was it serious? Because that's so we were cracking funny. up. Yeah. We we're cracking yeah, up. It's such a good like fuck it. You only live once, so hey, I'm getting crispy pork on the side. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just having like duck and pork rice. Mm. Just meat, meat fest. Yeah. That's good. I, I don't mind the meat combo. I think duck and pork's an interesting one, but maybe it's not. I used to, when I was younger, my kebab was, I'd get lamb and chicken in the one like mixed. What do you think oh, yeah. about that? <laughs> Talking <laughs> about that's like pretty a, good. A, a megabyte, whatever fuck that word is. I've got to find out what that actually is. You get all. Do you taste? Do you taste it though? Like, do you feel like nah, those flavor? Like, I don't go. Oh, that was. You good just chicken. taste meat, that was right? A bit of lamb. I just, yeah, the one mega meat. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mega beat. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lit. Yeah. I do miss kebab. Something. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just meat. I miss meat. Would you? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the scoop. <laughs> Docs myself. You miss it a little bit. I've been thinking about it recently. Would you have a little like bite? Meat labs. Like no. Would you have one, one, one um, troop out of the pen? <sighs> nah. Nah. You know what meat's real good? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Crocodile meat. Really? I've never had it ever. It's, it's Tell insane. me about it. Is it like chicken or something? Or fish? It's like chicken. Tough. It's like chicken. It's like chicken with chickeny fish. Or ch- tough, tough, toughish, but delicious. Yeah. I, do you know what I could, how I can imagine eating it? On yeah. a skewer with like capsicums and onions, you know, those barbecue kind of oh, things. Yeah. That's how you'd eat crocodile, yeah, yeah. surely. Yeah. I, you could eat it like that, definitely. Yeah. I, I ate it on the Gold Coast many years ago. Mm. And it was cooked in front of me, teppanyaki style. Oof. And then just put in a little bowl. It was just a bowl of crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> little croc cubes. Breakfast of champions. Hey, speaking of crocs, you know I've got some. I want some. And you know I wore them to band practice the other night. I did. I, I did. I, I think, did I comment no on them? No one said anything. Oh, I noticed them. I noticed them very much so. And can I just say, I couldn't recommend anything more to anyone. Dude. Really? They're 60 bucks. 60 and bucks. And they're just so good. They're like the worst parts of slides, thongs, flip-flops, which I don't wear, sandals, they're all gone. It's just the best parts plus some innovations. What's the best part? I mean, sorry, the worst part of a slide to me is the fact that you have to use certain muscles in your legs to hold them on your foot. Gone. Gone. That's, That's gone. gone. Um, slides are just, they're not that comfortable either, really. It's just like a, these are comfortable. They've got like a, they're molded to your feet, you know, they're like a shoe. They've got a ridge in them and, you know, the, so, there's a sole there. Um, they're light as fuck. They're bendy, like pretty malleable. So they're just like, they're just durable. They've got a strap that, so th- this is in slide mode right now. See that? Okay. And then you bring yes, the slap back, strap back, shoe. That's a shoe. Okay. They got big, there's holes in it so the water gets out, but it also protects your feet more if you're walking on rocks or something. Gotcha. Um, you can wear socks with them. Can't wear socks with bloody, I mean, I wear socks with them. You can. You can. You can and you do. Sorry, take that back. But yeah, they're just, and you don't look like, I mean, maybe you do, people, Look, Crocs have a reputation for being daggy and that might be the case. Then they don't anymore. No, and if you get like bright fucking green ones, maybe. But like if you just get some nice blacky gray ones, yeah. less daggy than slides and definitely less daggy than flip-flops. They're just not even daggy anymore though. No. They're like total, they're total fashion. Yeah. And I think they've <laughs> just stood the test of time because it's a great product. I'd like to give a shout out, special shout out to Sam O'Brien, mm. who I remember about three years ago, maybe longer, probably about three years ago, saying that he goes, can I make a fashion prediction? Mm. And he said, Crocs will be highly fashionable. Mm. And 
He was laughed at a little. Yeah. I think he Ridiculed. was like ahead of the curve. <laughs> he may have had a trendy friend who was wearing them in a yeah. trendy fashion style already. Yeah, like ahead of the curve, yeah. Yeah. But well, shout out Sam, shout outs everybody. Crocs. Um also just side point, because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. Three years ago is just by default four years ago. Do you know what I mean? So if you ever think something's three years ago, it's usually around four. That's the that's oh. the equation I'm tr- coming to learn. Is that r- so is that I real? I think a year ago is like, but it's always 2019. A year ago, what I'm thinking about, right? So, just throwing that out there. Um, this next thing I'm about to say. Um, is do you remember when we were? It was after TNSW tonight. One night we were back at your place. Mm. And we were standing on the balcony having a durry mm. and and Frank pointed out that there was a squeak in my voice, like a squeaky overtone. Yeah, and I couldn't really hear it personally, but he did. I remember that. He did. And and since he pointed that out, I hear it every day of my <laughs> life now. And you hadn't before that? I'd never heard it before. Oh, and I often hear it in the podcast as well. And I was reticent as like, I was questioning as to whether I should say it because I don't want the people to notice it and then be able to hear that frequency when they couldn't before. Yeah. But there's something kind of funny about it as well. So I opted to say yeah. it. But it happens when I speak quietly. This like, oh, yeah. this ringy overtone comes in, like a squeak, an overtone. And I've tried to EQ it out of the podcast <laughs> before when I was doing it and I you couldn't get, get rid, rid of, of it. No. Nah. I can't hear it. So. Yeah, I don't think. It, yeah, I don't think I'm doing it right now. Mm. But uh, it does. It oh. does happen. Interesting. Oh, you I can hear it. I might have heard it. Just <laughs> yeah, it's when I speak quietly. It's like a shadow. No, it kind of. It's yeah, it's like just this ring. Someone. It's like it's on a different layer in the mix, though. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not it part is. of your voice. It's sitting. Yeah. Yeah. I got to find out what frequency it is and like Just kill it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Anyway, probably shouldn't have pointed that mm. out. Oh, I think it happened. Here it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Here we go. Uh, there's some things you just shouldn't say. Yeah. But sometimes because they're so, you shouldn't say them. I just want to yeah. say them as an experiment. I think so. I'm kind of like. I think this podcast has been a real help for me with that. It's like I'm, I give less and less of a fuck about s- stuff anymore. You know what I mean? Like I used to, oh, yeah. yeah, we've become, like I still think deep down I am pretty private, but I'm, it's really been quite a, an exercise that I've, I've grown from sharing and talking on the podcast, knowing people will hear it. Yeah. So how good's that? Well, I think one of the, un- Maybe it's a written rule of podcasting is that no stone shall be left unturned. <laughs> True. That's that's scary thought. I mean, there's definitely stones we're leaving yeah, unturned. Yeah. But but unturn yeah, most of them. Flip most of them over. See yeah. what's underneath. A few Crab. crabs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A few crabs <laughs> scuttling around. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so you reckon think back so you reckon the rule is if you think something happened three years ago 
if you add the advent of COVID-19, it probably happened four yeah, years ago. time in your head plus COVID. But I, I just came up with that then. I haven't done enough thought or practice into it. But I just, when you were saying, oh, Sam told me probably three years ago, I was thinking it's probably four years ago that Sam told you that. But also, yeah. you're better at time and dates and stuff than me. So maybe that rule doesn't apply to you. I'm great at guessing mm. time. So maybe not. So I'd like to change my estimate of when Sam said it mm. too. I think it's two and a half years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's get, he's sort of, he's getting close to when they did actually yeah, became fashionable. So yeah. He might have just been you to the punch or actually I'm not going to take it away from him. Well done, Sam. Well done, Sam. Sam's a good guy. Uh, he doesn't listen to the Patreon though, does he? I don't think so. Shout out, Sam. I'm not even, ever do. not even sure he listens to the actual pod anymore. Yeah, I used to give it a ring every now I, and then. I spoke to Izzy yesterday, Izzy Weinberg, shout, out. shout outs. And he like was like, um, hey, dude. I went, yeah. And he goes, I haven't listened to the pod for about a month. <laughs> like a confession. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's all right. And he's like, yeah, I just, I missed one week and then yeah. that's just how it happens. You, you miss a week and then you just fall out of the habit and then. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's all right. You don't, you, I mean, you don't have to listen to it. And he goes, no, I want to. I want to listen to it. I love the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. I've done the same. I'm doing it right now with the pod. I yeah. I listened to it all last year and then I stopped for a couple of weeks and now I'm just like, I love this pod, but I can't listen to it. Or I'm not what is, listening to it right now. Yeah, but yeah. still. Yeah. I've listened to a lot yeah. of it. So I think it's fine. You don't have to listen to every episode. You just do it because you want to. And if you miss it, yeah. you just pick it up when you feel like it. That's right. Yeah. It's no biggie. But it's funny just, that you just hope that not too many people do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still pay for the Patreon. Let's be clear. I still pay yeah. Yeah, but still for their Patreon. I just am, aren't listening to it at the moment. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, speaking of Patreon, yeah. should we get around to um, answering some of these questions? Yeah, question time. Question time. Uh, it's question time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still got that. That's the only one I had. That's great. I love it. Question time. Yeah. That was Frick a sick little question break. time. All right. Question time. Good. Imagine we had heaps of little cool do, songs. Do the laughing sound effect when I say question time. Question time. Oh, hang on. Uh, uh, okay. Question time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've never listened to the full. <laughs> oh, that's good. The little cackle at the end was good. Did you hear that? No. Do you want to do it again? Hear the cackle at the end? Question time. Listen to the cackle right at the end. <laughs> the tiny little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's sick. A touch. All right. Good on you. Thank you. Let's go. All right. So here's the thing. You guys send in your questions... Um, mainly by comment on the Patreon post, which was wonderful. A few DMs. Um, I copied and pasted them 
into a document. They're in no particular order or and they haven't been vetted yet. So we're going to just run through them. There's quite a few, so maybe we'll try and keep them quick. Nah. But also there's not that many. So if we go too quick, then we'll be, won't have enough time. Okay. And also thank you for writing and writing in. Yeah. Thanks heaps. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's fun seeing them like, cause you get the notifications on the Patreon app on your phone. It's fun seeing them pop up. Yeah. There's like 30. Okay. That's great. I, um, I don't think I've missed any, but we'll see. Um, shall I, re- shall I read them out? Yeah, All go right. on. So this was a DM actually from Matt, uh, Matt Moore. Is that how you say it? Do you know how to say that? Matt. M-A-U-L-E. Uh, Matt Moore, Moore yeah. I reckon. Yeah, Matt Moore. Janice. Yeah. Um, it's, and look, no, no, there's no order. So this straight up is just the first random question. Um, yeah. What will we see Bitcoin reach this year and general thoughts about crypto? Um, the Todd and Jamie analysis of crypto would be entertaining as fuck, I reckon. Apologies if this has already been covered in previous pods. It's been covered a little, but we haven't talked about it recently. No. Um, okay. I, I'll so, just go out here first and say I'm loving go. alt season. <laughs> You're loving alt season? season? Yeah. yeah. So the alt coins are popping yeah. at the moment. So you got, if you don't know anything, you got Bitcoin, main crypto, um, and then you've got these alt coins that are um, built on s- similar but different technology, and they're all like a crypto in themselves. Yeah, and you can invest in those as well. But basically, you're just and betting on it's betting. It's it's a different market. It, it's very volatile, and they, a lot of these things will not exist in the future. Right. So big Bitcoin is a lot uh, steadier and more like safe uh, a an investment. Yeah, it's more likely to and become the, the thing it's saying it well. Yeah. It's very likely. Yes. I mean, <clears throat> I think it was yesterday that Uber said something about yeah, they're, lo- they're looking at integrating it as yeah, payment tes- and in Uber and stuff. 1.5 billion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's going to sound like 5 billion dollars, dude. <clears throat> I know, and I read yesterday that um no, I didn't read it. Sorry, Alex did that Microsoft and Apple are considering um yeah. Doing what Tesla yeah. did. Yeah. Wow. If that happens, game over. So yeah. this is definitely, and I want to repeat that, definitely not financial advice. Jamie and I oh have my God. no I literally no idea what we're talking about. We uh we learn everything we everything we say, we've heard a friend say and done absolutely zero research ourselves. Pretty much. Yeah. Like honestly, yeah. zero yeah, research. I don't even research anything. I just listen to people and then I regurgitate that and go, that sounds fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And do you think like, because it's, it's basically if you watch any of the like, you know, how to crypto kind of YouTube videos, the first thing they say is it's imperative that you do your own research. Yeah. That's like one of the most important things. Understand this before you invest yeah. in it. And I went, cool, I'll skip yeah. that step. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, how long's the video? Twenty minutes. Nah. Yeah, I'll skip that yeah. step. What's the What's the next bit? Um, how do you make the money? Credit card. Okay. Yep. Done. Yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> yeah. Upload ID, proof of ID. Done. Photograph of my license. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Great. Um, however, having said that, alt so alt alt season is what they're calling it at the moment, where the altcoins <laughs> are riding are doing well because Bitcoin's steady and doing well. 
and altcoins yep. are valued in BTC, which is a percentage of Bitcoin. So you're potentially either making money or Bitcoin, depending on what you're trading. Yeah. <clears throat> this is not financial advice. No. But I put in a little <laughs> bit of money. <laughs> I put in a little bit of money into Bitcoin yeah. about eight months yeah. ago, around the start of the pandemic. Yeah. And now it's a lot yes. of money. Same. Um, respectively. Respectively. And um, are you back in Bitcoin, yes. Todd? You yeah. are? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give you some, give some more advice here. If you buy Bitcoin, hold your fucking Bitcoin. Leave Don't it. Sell Leave it, it where it sits. Because you think it's going to dip and you can buy back in and make more. Don't be a greedy little pig. Buy it. Todd learned the hard way. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Leave it because what happens is when you take your money out, it soars and all your friends make their money and you don't, okay? And then every time you're at band practice, everyone's going on about, gone on about how good and it is and you've got to just quiet. And it's, look at yeah, the ground. It's really, really hard to deal with. So um, that would be my advice to people. Hold. It's actually a strategy for Bitcoin. It's called hodling, which is just yeah. a misspelt version of holding. But you hold it because it goes up and it goes down. But the idea is that in a few years time, it'll reach what it's meant to be. Yeah. And you would have made a little bit of money. Anyway. But yeah, we, we use the app CoinJar to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and Binance and- to trade altcoins. Um, yes. The other thing is there's this other approach if you're interested in Bitcoin and this is not financial advice and I encourage everyone to do their own research and only invest what you can afford to lose, which is something yes. I say often because- That's one of the main rules. because yeah, you very likely will if you- I mean, something, yeah, it's it's not very, uh, there's, no one knows what's going to happen. Put it that way. That's right. Put it that way. That's one rule that I definitely, definitely have followed. Well, think about this, right? It was up to 20, Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin was worth 20K a couple of years ago. In March last year, when the pandemic hit, it went down to 3K. Yeah. So people are like, fuck, I've made heaps of money. And then we're just panic selling. Um. So things like that due to world events, or whatever, could happen at any point. So you yes. have to be prepared to fucking lose it. Yeah. Due to not knowing what's around the corner. Anyway, yes. a strategy is called DCA investing, something cost averaging, direct cost averaging or something. Right. Where the idea is you don't look at the price, you just put in regularly. So maybe it's 50 bucks a month or $5 a week or... You just keep topping up. You just up. keep doing it and don't invest based on the price because if you do it consistently on the same dates or times or whatever, you're buying at the average of that anyway. Gotcha. So if it's yeah. up one week, down the other, you've bought in the middle. So um, right. anyway, so something to think about. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, it's not financial it's advice. Not financial advice. And and neither of us have made it rich no. either. We didn't put enough in early on. I, I wasn't trying to make, yeah. make it out like we've, no. you know, we. But but the the small amount that we did put in has gone. It's gone yeah, well, exactly because it's Bitcoin's gone well, and um, we are not rich from it because we actually. That's the other thing. You can't really take it. We're not taking it out, so we don't actually have that money. It's like a very long. That's right. Thing. We, neither of us have, well, I can't really speak for yourself, but I don't really have um, a super due to the nature of the work I've done 
over my lifetime. You don't really get yeah. paid super in the in the business <laughs> variance, so it's just a nice yeah. thing to chuck a bit of cash in. All right. Exactly. Um, that's the Bitcoin question. Anything else? My summary is I love alt season. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the altcoins are fun and it's, um, again, we don't know shit and, um, and you know, look into it if you've got an interest. It's, it's, it can be fun. It is, was a good thing in lockdown to like just learn, you know. It's, yeah. It's like a nice little hobby. Okay, question two, Lachlan Birchall. Shout outs. What is the context or story behind the, the racist bloke at the start of Take a Stab? Okay. We've told this before, well, I think, but let's go. We again. have, but that's okay. So the story is this, is that I was in a taxi one night. The, the cab driver, who was a, probably a 60-year-old Caucasian male, was uh, with an extremely Australian accent, quite a musical sort of uh, melody to his voice, started um, saying racist things. And uh, so I started recording on my phone. Um, and then I was, and then I told him that he was racist and he took great umbrage to that mm. and said, you're the first black on earth has ever called me a racist. <laughs> I said, well, you are racist. Yeah. Yeah. Goes, well, I hear you and I take it in. And that's, that's about yeah. it. It was just a, a chat with a, with a racist cabbie. Racist cabbie. All right. Um, I forget that we have two versions of that song. Yeah. Mm. The original, which has the oh no, that I was that was Hey Pig that had the drill. Remember that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the drill sound in it. Yeah. We used to like adding things from our environment, little sounds and stuff from the recording, didn't we? Because that was like we were yeah. recording that at your home, the office, and there was a guy that came over that for some reason drill on the deck that morning. And yeah, so that's right. His power drill. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is from Connor. Got any corn? <laughs> oh. Uh, no. Yeah, that was a good one. Corn. I, I do have popcorn actually in my pantry. The little. Oh, yeah, I've got popcorn mm, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good snack. Once I went on a date and I brought popcorn around to the house. We were, I was watching a movie. It was like a Netflix and chill. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> I went around and I brought popcorn as the snack. Big bag. That would have gone down well. Well, they didn't like popcorn. They don't. Oh. I don't eat popcorn. I went, oh, red flag. No, just kidding. Um, Damn. Didn't eat popcorn. So I ate the whole popcorn and seriously okay. regretted it. Like my stomach oh. was, it was like there was a, a carnival in my stomach. It was like. Oh, yeah, it was going, going and like lying on the couch and like <laughs> her head close, you know, like can you hear it in bed, like going to sleep, just horrible. Can I give one of my life hacks to the Patreons? Yeah. This was passed on to me by, I think it might've been Sarah Cardamone, shout yeah, outs, um, who... Advised me to buy a pack of degas, <laughs> degas yeah. tablets, and to take them before a date. Yeah, uh, on the date so that too? if you're no, in case they slip out of your pocket, nah, you don't want yeah, yeah, you <laughs> you do not want to, them to see that. But take a degas yeah. before going to the movies mm. or some quiet 
thing that you might be doing on the day mm. so that that doesn't happen. Good advice. Because it really, it rocks you. <sighs> it sucks. Yeah. Don't eat a whole bag of popcorn either. It's just um, indulgent and you pay the price. Yeah. Um, this is from Jake McDoldrick. Uh, what's your top three biggest influences in your music? We kind of answered that the other yesterday, but he's got a part two. So unless you okay. want to chime in with anything else there. Um, oh, it could just be in our music, not just in TNSW. But yeah, I think the, I yeah. think the person means TNSW, TNSW probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's 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 answer. Okay. It. Top three. Top three. Okay. Well, we have to say Ice Age again because it just is. So fuck yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. They're from Copenhagen, Denmark. Yeah. If well worth well worth a yeah, listen. Yeah. If you're listening and haven't tapped them, enjoy. It's so good. You've got a great... It's like when someone hasn't seen The Sopranos yet and you go, fuck, you're going to love it. I'm jealous. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Get in there. If, you, if you're a punk music lover, you're going you're gonna to love this First band. two albums are more punky. Third album, yeah. very good. Fourth album, kind of average. That is yes. my Yes. Did you listen to the new single, by the way, yes. Todd? Did you like um, it? I can't even remember it. Yeah. <laughs> it's didn't just, didn't yeah. have a lot going for it. I don't no, think. Unfortunately. The film clip was yeah. awesome. And he sang quite well in parts, like quite beautifully. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, shout out um, our mate Mahmood, who we talked about before. He's done, he does a podcast interview on his pod. Yeah, Icons, with Elias, with from, Elias from Ice Age. Age. Him and um, is it uh, what's Dan, Dan from Total Control have a podcast together. Yeah. So that's if you're a fan or you become a fan, check that out too. Yeah. That, that that podcast is called Mont Icons with Elias Ronnenfeld from Ice mm. Age. Um, yeah. What are the other influences, Cameron? Placebo? Um, well, I, we both love <laughs> yeah. Placebo, but yeah. I don't know that it's a... Uh, uh, yeah. It hasn't really made its way into our music, but... I'm trying to think when I write... Like, you're, where you, where, you're big, what's your biggest one? It's probably Misfits or something, isn't oh, it? I think the Misfits actually are an influence. When people say we sound like the Ramones and stuff, I think it's more like the Misfits. In a way. Because mm. um, none of us are... I don't mind the yeah. Ramones. I think they're pretty cool. But we do, We haven't like listened no. to them with any great degree of intensity. No. Um, um, I think Misfits for you, I don't really know the Misfits that well. I don't know any of the... That's one thing about my punk um, history is that I don't really know anything about any of those mm. bands. I've looked into the Ramones a little bit, but like Misfits, I don't know about. No effects and shit, I don't, don't like. like it. It's not yeah. my style of music. I don't yeah, like it. But I love that. But you, you love that. That's where we yeah, differ most musically, yeah. isn't it? But it's very nostalgic for me. I grew up on it, so it's sort of yeah. I th oh, if anyone is a fan or interested, can I just say the No Effects autobiography is really good. They started out in the eighties in the LA punk scene, which was a brutal time, and it was really interesting. Some amazing stories, and just even without liking, if you don't like their music, their story as a punk band being DIY literally to the end right now and how they toured America for eight, nine years playing to no one. Um, pop punk took off in the 90s. All their mates got huge record deals like Blink and Offspring and all this sort of stuff. 
no one ever signs no effects because they weren't good looking and Fat Mike couldn't sing <laughs> and they had no choruses. <laughs> but they're like, they play bigger shows now still than a lot of the bands that blew up then, which is interesting. Yeah. They just had this long and steady, like, fucking really interesting career. Their, their drummer, yeah. Smelly, was like a heroin addict for the first 10 years of their career. And Mike, Fat Mike, the singer, was the like, the boss of the band, like the business guy of the band and was like only drank. He never touched drugs until he was in his 30s. And then from his 30s on, he's been a drug addict since. So it's this weird kind of shift where Jeez. they both kind of swapped. And so Smelly wow. now can't complain. Sober. Yeah, but and he doesn't really, he can't really complain to Mike because <laughs> that was flipped the years before. It's quite interesting. Right. Um, but that's a really good book. Great. Yeah, I've I've never really been able to resonate with the like the that full it's like crust punk almost, no effects. It's kinda of crusty, nah. isn't it? Oh no? He sings badly, but he's got good melodies. It's it's just like nineties skater punk kind of. Um, yeah. borderline pop punk, but not quite um doesn't have the shiny rounded edges of pop punk, you know. When it when it comes to like rock and that kind of stuff, I like um, figures like Lou Reed mm. who who kind of like dance on the edge mm. of punk. Like he's quite a, mm. almost some of his stuff's kind of punk and um, Iggy Pop, although I'm not super across Iggy Pop's um, discography like I am with Lou Reed. Um, and then bands like, alt bands like Placebo and stuff who again aren't really punk bands. Kind of are, yeah. but not really. I love Placebo it's so much. fucking sick. Yeah. Um, Really just took that vocal style and ran with it, eh? Fucking hell. <laughs> Do it, how does it go again? Do a bit. Since you're, f- since we're feeling so anesthetized. Be fun to do, I reckon. In our comfort zones. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got goosebumps. <laughs> reminds me of the second time that I followed you home. <laughs> Oh wait. Um, final thing I'll say on this on the subject is I, I listen to like basically heavy music only, and I think there's yeah. a few bands I like that do a crossover well. Um, there's Raised Fist and also um, Gallows, and I think I get a bit of influence from them because sometimes I we've got like the some of our songs when they get a little heavier. That's where I'm going with it. Yeah, Gallows. Mm. Yeah, um, and the, the and what about like this isn't look this isn't a super big re- reference, but we've talked about it a bit. Ceremony, oh, our love of ceremony, that Rona Park album, definitely. And I love the L shaped man. It's I think both yeah. those albums come into our what we like, definitely. Well, and like later ceremony have been inspiring in terms of like advancing the sound yeah. away from yeah. Um, just straight up like punk as well, like opening it up and making it a bit more pop and post-punk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because their story was they started out as a hardcore band and then for their first album, but every album since they've progressively changed their style slightly just because they wanted to. And yeah, their first album to their fourth album are so different. But if you listen to them in order, there's a connection there, you know, um, which is kind of cool. But yeah, Ceremony is a good one if you haven't listened to them much. Great. 
Great band. Mm. That Ronan Park album I really love is more hard, the hardcore yeah. sound I, I, I connect with. There's something about the like the cr- the crustier side of punk that I don't like. But when it comes back to like even like hardcore mm. um, bands like Ceremony and stuff, like I can get down with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, we saw Ceremony play in um, New York. We hadn't really heard of them before. We were with Callum and, and Rangi. Ben, Tim and Jamie's brother, um, in New York. And Callum was like, let's go to the show. And it was fucking sick, hey. It was like- yeah, it was awesome. They're just big in America and like diehard fans in like certain states. And it was one of those shows where the stage, there's no bouncers and no barrier. It was quite a big venue though. And the stage was just overflowing with four people like diving into the, off the stage into the crowd at one time. It was just a constant yeah. like- Energy yeah. is so insane. Yeah, it was amazing. Beautiful. Anyway, I think we covered yeah. that. Oh, his that part off? two of the question is tomato sauce in the fridge or pantry? Fridge. fridge. I grew up with it in the pantry. My parents used to keep it in the pantry, but as I've turned into my own person, fridge. I, I would eat it from either. Yeah. I don't yeah. care, but it's it lives in the fridge in this yeah, house. I w- I'm this, exactly the same. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Dale Menke, why do men have nipple? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Sometimes, yeah. Thanks, Dale. I don't know. What do you reckon? It seems as though it's like, I, I, this, I'm sure this is probably the scientific answer as well. It's like the human, they just make, early on the human is just made with all the features. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, in in case it's going to be a child rearing human, and then at some point, it's just it's decided that it's not going to be a child rearing human, mm. and so that part just doesn't grow anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's you start with the same the same mold, and you yeah. stick a few bits. So it's like you've got a mold, and then imagine it's like. Um, yeah, an Easter egg or something, you know. You've got like right. an egg. <laughs> oh, Mr. Potato, right? <laughs> we're we're all we yeah. all start as a potato, including yeah. the nipples, and then you stick yeah. the parts on to make Yeah, them. and so different different things grow at different times and at some point they say this is not a childbearing human. Mm. So do not fill those those um, sacks, sacks with yeah. anything, they won't need it. <laughs> um and yeah, uh, but but thank God they left the nipple on the man because it's quite an erogenous sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a very sensitive part of the body. Erogenous, erogenous zone. The erogenous. It's an erogenous zone. zone. The Capitol Hill erogenous zone. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good name for the pod. Erogenous. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Thank God. Okay. Next question. Can I just put it yeah. out there? Any guys? Any 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 um guys out there, um, who just who are into a bit of like nipple play, nipple tickling? Yeah. Because I'm just gonna dox myself and say it. Oh, <laughs> you shook your head and went fuck before you said it off mic. <laughs> yeah. Did I? You went and then just said it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Nice. I'll dox myself and say, 
it's almost like a too sensitive. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like makes me, you know, when you get tickled, it's that feeling for me. You like your body yeah, does right. that. Yeah, you've changed. Mm. Yeah, I can't imagine you saying yeah, that two know, years ago. I know. Well, people Excellent. are paying a lot of, you know, a lot of money a month for this. I mean, yeah, they want to know about yeah. your nipples. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's two questions or something we've got through. All right. Let's go. Um, okay. Maggie, this is nice. Something you've done for a stranger and never told anyone about. Also, man nipple. Okay. Covered man nipple. Um, oh, I'm going to get something you've done for a stranger and never told anyone about. Um, I mean, I don't know if this counts, but it's just the most recent thing I can remember, but like picking up rubbish and just putting it in the mm. bin. It's not necessarily for a stranger, but it's for all the strangers. It's for all the strangers. It's for future strangers. Um, yeah. Okay. Just picking up rubbish and walking it back to the bin. That's nice. Um, That's not that remarkable. No. Something there. Um. Uh, uh, nah, I can't think of anything. You can't nah, think of anything. I'm blanking. I'm blanking on that one. Oh. Unless you want to just keep like I. I can't talk and think at the same time on this one. Sure. All right. We'll see if it comes. See if it comes yeah. through. Okay. Uh, I had this friend. I got an interesting yeah. story. I had this friend when I was a kid on the Gold Coast named Cameron Eagle. Oh. <laughs> and, and Cam had this obsession. I. I, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if he ever did it. Shout out to Cam. I wonder if he ever did it, but um, he had this obsession when we were like 10, or maybe we were a bit older, 12, 13. He wanted to hang out at a petrol station, see someone fill up their car, pay for it, and then bail before they, so that when they got in, they went, that's already paid mm. for. In fact, I really want to do that mm. now. That would be so fun. I know something you've done for a stranger and you've told me, but not everyone. What? You've gone up to someone in the lounge, like in the airport, and said, "Do you want to come into the lounge? Do you want a free? Because you get extra passes." Oh, that's yeah. right. And then we, you got. They said, "Yeah, all right." And then you got into the lounge. You said, "This is where our friendship ends." <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't say that to. <laughs> I didn't say that to her. Nah, but that's the. That's the. But yeah, vibe. But that was implied. Yeah. It was like, "Have fun. This is Go. where." It- <laughs> Fill yourself up yeah. on croissants and orange yeah. juice. Um, you're welcome. Um, just so you know, you can. Um, there's some orange juice, sodas, um, alcohol there. Um, you can get help yourself with some snacks. Pick up a seat. There's charges under the seats. Um, newspaper if you yeah. want. It. Um, and if I um, see you anywhere in the lounge from here on in, I'll pretend I don't know you. And yeah, I, I didn't want to charge. I just want to chat to my friends. At you. I won't even say hello. Um, I'd okay. give a little smile, a little cock of the, a little yeah, tip of the hat. Uh, tip of the hat is, but I'm not going to, your name, I don't even want to know your name. I really enjoyed yeah, doing I, that. It's that a was fantasy fun. of mine. You want to do that now too? Yeah, I've always wanted to do it. Oh, yeah. So stuck like I me. remember just after checking in, just standing there being like, and like, it's kind of, you got to be careful because you don't want to creep anyone out. But yeah. there was this lady, she was probably about 60. She was by herself. Yeah. And I was like, there she yeah. is. That's the candidate. Yeah. They need to tick all the boxes because the last thing you want to do is invite someone in there and then they get like blind drunk and like, <laughs> and destroy yeah. the place. And then it's on you. 
Yeah, you need to make sure they're lounge worthy. Yes. Not so don't have, have any do violent it. scan or antisocial tendencies. My dream cuz on on the um the platinum you can take four people in is to find a family that are like traveling that look like they need a bit of a nice place to oh, yeah. sit, you know? Cuz hard with kids and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Sitting there. We'll do it next yeah. time. Let's make it a, a thing every time yeah, we go. Yeah, we should. We should try and pick him out. Okay, cool. Next question. This is from Angus Lilly. It's quite long, but I'll um, paraphrase it. Um, how do you keep yourself up and going and have you had any... Oh, it's just to do with mental mental health. He said, you guys seem to be quite together with your mental health. How do you keep yourself up and going and have you had any tricky times? Um Okay. After listening, yeah, anyway, I won't dox this whole fucking question, but um, well, he also goes on to say, my favorite saying is, oh, well, um, that's been yeah. helping him a lot with his anxiety, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Angus, I'll say that um, the only reason I've developed tools to deal with it is because for, there was a period there where I, I was really, really struggling. And I would say that I do have uh, the tendency towards anxiety, not so much depression, but definitely anxiety and worry. Like I, I was a real worry ward as a teenager and in my early 20s. Um, drugs and alcohol I thought were helping me to kind of move away from anxiety. I later discovered that they were exaggerating it and worsening it and flaring it up, um, which is part of the reason that I decided to put down drugs and alcohol. But um, but I think that to to keep it simple, the most important I think the most important thing is um the morning. The morning is where you is where I find that you can make the biggest mm. impact on the rest of your day, like from your waking moments, mm-hmm. and it's doing your best to have um a routine. Um, meditation is a huge part of it for me. I, um, again, this is quite personal, but uh, pray most most days. I'm not religious. I'm really not. I don't. I don't. I don't get get down with religion. Although I don't. I'm not anti-religion either. I'm just not religious. But I find prayer is just a great way of centering myself and my intention. So I pray and meditate in the morning. Um, and uh, like you know, Todd and I both read a little bit of philosophy as well, which helps like particularly Stoicism, the daily Stoic. And with that stuff, it's not just about reading it. It's about reading it and integrating it and practicing it Mm. to the best of your ability. Yeah. Um, Talking, talking with your friends and like, you know, finding that common ground, finding that you're both maybe suffering and, and, and like finding that, that kinship and, community um, around how you're feeling is really helpful. Mm. But, but really what I've learned over the years is, is that, um, you know, and I still suffer from it all sometimes, but what I've learned over the years really is that a lot of it for me has stemmed from self-centeredness. So I find that meditation, prayer, checking in on other people and, and it, like it, doing anything that can take me out of self-centeredness. Because mm. when you're in that fear and anxiety, it's all about you. Oh, what, what, how am, oh, am I ever going to be like this? Me, 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 me. Very self-centered. Um, 
So, yeah, I guess attempting to do things that will take you out of self-centeredness. Yeah. You know? Brilliant. Well done, man. That was a good answer. Um, There's so much more to it. It's a really basic basic answer. And I'm happy to chat about it till the cows come home. So, if you have any questions or... Or you know, I'm not an, I'm not a mental health expert, trained or otherwise. But I do have a lot of experience with trying to relieve myself from the suffering of mental health yeah. stuff, and a lot of experience talking to others. You do, yeah. Um, which is, I th- you know, well, yeah. I'm in a I'm in a twelve step recovery program for for uh, drinking and drugs, right? So there's been a lot of tools that have been handed mm. down to me from from members and I'm in contact with uh the, you know members of 12 step programs as well who have shed so much light on these topics and have and have had the same experiences so mm. yeah I I would just add um when I've when there's been periods in my life that I've felt anxious um or yeah um strange I've Meditation has helped a lot. It's never, it's not a miracle cure by any means, but even if meaning you don't do it and then it just you feels don't do better, it and you're like it's a practice. I'm fixed. You just do it, yeah. and even it might help you feel better for like thirty seconds that while you're doing it or whatever. But that kind of flows and ripple effects into the day, and it, well, it does. And and over a prolonged yeah. period of practice, you basically just uh, sort of move slowly slowly towards a space where you become more aware of yeah. anxious thoughts yes. and see them for what they are, which is literally thoughts they often don't reflect reality at all. Yeah. Um it's definitely yeah, it's true. That practice of meditation and awareness just helps you in the moment a lot when you're feeling that way. Um yeah. and then there's one other thing that I remember you I can't remember what book it was from Jamie and I haven't read it, but you told me about it and it was like just trying to be your the best you can be, um, which sounds cliched, but by doing that, even when you're at your worst, you're at your best. So you, it's that sort of thing of like cutting yourself a break. If you're, you're like not being too yeah. hard on yourself, if you feel down or you've done, I mean, yeah, it's sort of. Well, that's a massive, yeah. that's a massive part of it because we have these expectations of ourselves, particularly if you have been practicing meditation or you mm. have been doing good things for your mental health and then you fall short mm. and you feel super anxious and fucked yeah. there's this tendency to be like oh fuck i'm just yeah. why did why did that happen yeah. like i thought i was doing well and i thought you know yeah and it, it, it's it's in stoicism it's important i guess to be hard on yourself in a certain way but 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 you know i don't necessarily fly with that i think that you know there's a saying that i've heard a million times which is if you're going to beat yourself up use a feather and i and i and, and i agree with that to a degree because oftentimes the biggest source of pain is is mm. the is our self-admonishment and you know even if you don't meditate for a week or whatever because you couldn't find the willingness to do it yeah. it's like you can only do as much as your willingness will allow you in that moment mm. right so maybe you did you, you dug deep and you just couldn't find the willingness to do it that's okay as well yeah yeah don't sort of hold on to that by being hard on yourself you know yeah um Okay, great question, great answer. I got one more thing to say. Yes, on that. thank you. It's just that um, a great thing I've picked up in the twelve-step programs is that 
say you've say you've got the, yourself this routine. You're going to wake up. You're going to exercise. You're going to meditate. You're going to pray or whatever it might be that that sets your day off on the right thing. And you stop doing it for a week, and you down on yourself about that because a you're feeling bad again, maybe feeling anxious or depressed again, and and b you're mad at yourself for f- falling off your routine. Mm. All that matters is the day that you're in. Mm. So you get to start again tomorrow. Mm. Like the past doesn't exist. Mm. It doesn't exist anymore. And there's no point in holding on to guilt and frustration and stuff from the past. Just, you can start again the next day. Yeah. Or that day even. Yeah. It's brand new again. Yeah. Clean slate. So true. And that's the end of part one of this special episode. You'll find part two on our Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash whatagreatpunk or just download the Patreon app and search What A Great Punk. You can subscribe there. You'll get bonus episodes and that's where you'll find part two of this episode. Hope you enjoyed part one and we'll see you over on the Patreon.